Welcome back to the Sage Post 47 podcast. This is your host, Sierra, Pomona College class of 2024. Today, I'm joined by Jay Weiss, Pomona College class of 2020 and current investment banking analyst at JP Morgan. Thank you so much, Jay, for coming on the podcast today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. To get started, could you just talk a little bit about your Pomona experience? Yeah, of course. Um, I miss Pomona a lot. I'm, I'm wearing my Pomona Pitzer Athletics shirt, even though Very I wasn't nice. technically on a sports team. But, okay. Uh, I uh, um, I love Pomona. I, I miss it every day. Um, I hopefully, I haven't had a chance to go back since I graduated. I, I was part of the year that we our my senior year got cut short, but yeah, I loved loved my four years there. Um, and uh, like I said, hope hopefully can go back soon. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, what were some of the activities you were involved with and maybe some of your academic interests? Yeah. So probably my, my biggest regret at Pomona was not being uh, as involved in some of the clubs that, you know, mm-hmm. th- as I should have been. Um, I would say probably the the biggest one was Sage Capital. Um, yeah. I was really involved in it. Uh, my freshman year, uh, you know, beginning of freshman year, uh, on and off freshman, sophomore year. I uh, went and studied abroad, um, and when I came back, I wasn't that involved, and I wasn't that involved while I was abroad, and then yeah. kind of got back into it uh, my senior spring um, and uh, wanted to – and kept going kind of throughout COVID. They went uh, went remote for a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but that was, that was an awesome experience. Um, I also was part of the uh, Pomona Pitzer uh, Squash Club. Um, okay. Which, which was very, very small and very, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, not too many people involved. Um, I guess it was the five C squash club. Uh, mm-hmm. but I, I went to a boarding school where, where squash was very popular, yeah. uh, and, and never played once while I was there. Uh, oh. <laughs> when I showed up at, at, at the five C's, I saw that there were two squash courts, uh, and just decided to get into it one day, yeah. um, ended up doing the squash PE course. Um, and, uh, I also had a, a friend who went to Claremont McKenna who played on the squash team at, at Hotchkiss, my, my boarding school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he told me about the, the squash club that was going on and we just decided to kind of, you know, put some life into it, uh, a little bit. So nice. that, that, that was a great experience. Um, I also, uh, weird kind of, uh, in, not interest, but something I was involved in was, mm-hmm. uh, the 5C laundry uh, company. Okay. Um, I, I had started with, uh, I had started as part of the service, you know, uh, my freshman year with, uh, okay. a buddy of mine, uh, Avery Bix. Um, and we, uh, we got to know the person who owned it, uh, pretty well. We just called him, uh, five C laundry, John. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, he, we like just got to know each other and, and ended up helping out, uh, quite a bit over the first few years there. Um, since then, John has, uh, I think, handed over the reins to someone else, and he moved to Alaska. Must have been okay. the, the stress of, of laundry, um, but uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that was that was a funny experience to, to have been been a part of. Um, so that was kind of my main uh, mm-hmm. interest outside of, or like you know, extracurricular activities. Yeah. Um, I had also back in back when I was in high school. I started uh, a, a private investment fund 
uh, okay. with, with, the, with the co <laughs> co head of the, the Hotchkiss Investment Club wow. um, that I had been running for uh, you know you know the end of Hotchkiss and, and for most of my years at Pomona. So that took okay. up a lot of time outside yeah. of uh, outside the classroom, um, and ended up writing that kind of like through junior year, even a little bit into senior year. Um, wow! So, so that was that was a big interest and so the finance interest was was always there yeah um and so a lot of the courses i took at pomona were econ finance related Mm -hmm. um i had actually gone into pomona thinking uh, a classics major latin and latin Mm -hmm. and greek i that's what i did back in high school uh but pivoted quickly um uh just due to you know this this kind of outside interest the fund i was working on so uh, i know that was a lot but uh it you know i very was very uh enjoyed all those things yeah yeah wow that's so cool that you did all of those things um and so you mentioned that it seems as though you've had this interest in finance for a while and so did you kind of already know that investment banking was a path you were considering um and i know that recruiting for summer internships starts quite early so you have to know pretty early on yeah i I honestly wasn't something that i thought i was going to go into you know as early as a lot of other people like you mentioned uh it starts crazy early and it gets earlier and earlier every year and i (laughs) I, I help out a lot of uh claremont kids uh, you know you know give me calls and and i try to mentor them the best i can uh, when it comes to recruiting um and it's just crazy how early they're thinking about it um which you know I, I, I agree with like, it, you know, you have to get or it, it's helpful to get started thinking about it early if you do want yeah. to pursue it. Um, I wasn't someone who uh, got started early. So my path in was a little bit um, maybe more difficult um, okay. because I it, so I had been working on the fund for a while and I had actually thought that that fund that I was working on was going to be what I was going to do after college uh, for, yeah. for, for many years. Uh, but I kind of realized later on, um, I kind of, it was already end of my junior year, like going into that junior summer where most people were doing their, you know, IB internships that yeah. they got the year prior. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized that the, the fun wasn't what I wanted to do in, in long term. Uh, okay. I wanted to do, you know, the, the, the fund I was doing was a, a quantitative fund. It was, uh, you know, very much exploiting mathematical inefficiencies and it, mm-hmm. it wasn't really... Uh, a good fit for me um, because yeah. you know, I, I really care about working with companies and, and looking under the hoods of companies. So uh, I kind of realized later on that I needed to scramble to find something, mm-hmm. uh, just something different that I could put on the resume that could help kind of break my way into investment banking because investment banking, I believe, is a, a great career if you want to look under the hoods of companies. Um, so it was kind of later on that I I, I had taken a wealth management internship kind of mm-hmm. uh, that, that, that junior summer uh, and really just used a lot of that time to work on networking and recruiting uh, for okay. full-time roles. Um, yeah. And it, it did make it pretty difficult uh, to, to recruit um, having not had a, a, you know, a formal investment yeah. internship, uh, but ended up uh, getting my, my first full-time role, um, you know, kind of, before Thanksgiving of my senior year. So I would say was a very non-traditional route. Wasn't something mm-hmm. that I was, uh, you know, thinking about when I was a freshman or sophomore 
like a lot of kids, uh, you know, think about these days. Uh, but, um, uh, and I I always tell people that where if you are thinking about doing it, um, if you can get started early, great, but it's not the end of the world. If you don't get that sophomore junior year internship, it's, it's so possible to, to, to go along. So, um, uh, yeah, definitely not something that, that was, you know, something that I was thinking about. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very cool. And, I know that's really great that you have the perspective of not getting the maybe following the original path, um, but still being able to make it. So I think investment banking is definitely a very popular path for a lot of 5C students. And so would you be able to give a little rundown of what the recruiting process does look like? Because I'm sure a lot of listeners are very curious. Yeah, no, happy to. Um, Actually, while I was I was at Oppenheimer, I, I helped run or, you know, did a lot of the interviewing for uh, summer internships. Okay. Um, so in, it, it, to be candid, it, it definitely varies at, uh, from firm to firm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, JP Morgan does it a lot different than Oppenheimer. It's a lot different from, you know, other bulge bracket banks. It's, it, it's all different, but a lot of times yeah. uh, it's, you know, recruiting uh, in going through an interview process the summer of your sophomore year or mm-hmm. you know, the fall of your sophomore year for internships uh, that junior summer. Um, and those, you know, interview processes are usually uh, maybe a phone screen, hire, or like a hire view, which is just a kind of a video interview mm-hmm. before a phone screen, uh, before maybe another first round interview. And then you have, it's called a super day, um, which is, uh, you know, usually four or five kind of back to back to back interviews, mix of technical questions and, and fit questions, walking through your resume, um, yeah. kind of expressing your interest in the firm and, and uh, you know, why you want to go into investment banking. Um, so a lot of times you'll, you'll go through that. And if you get an offer, um, they'll give you, you know, a, a little while to accept. And if you accept your, uh, your, your junior year is usually pretty uh pretty relaxing um, <laughs> yeah and, i'm uh, sure yeah yeah um and uh so not not that you shouldn't you know take things seriously <laughs> still but um it definitely uh, can take a you know put your mind at ease um yeah but uh once you accept uh you have your your junior year internship um which is kind of uh a great way to kind of get exposure a lot of places really uh, with these formal internships uh really get you good experience i know the yeah. summer analysts I worked with at JP Morgan this past summer, they, you know, were doing a lot of great work on, on deals mm-hmm. and um, got to see a, ver- a lot of very cool things. And, and, you know, after that internship is over, uh, they decide whether you get um, a, uh, a return offer or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of places do it differently. I've seen places that they, you know, banks will give out 50, you know, offers to 50% of their intern class. Some mm-hmm. banks will give it out to a hundred percent or 90%. Um, it's just something you, you know, going into, uh, these internships and yeah. you get a return offer. Great. You, you can either accept or you can re-recruit. Um, but most people end up just accepting to come back full time that, that next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can, you can always re-recruit or a lot of, you know, I know a lot of people who didn't get return offers and, they ended up just fine uh, and ended okay. up just recruiting elsewhere for full-time recruiting, which is a very similar process um, mm-hmm. in terms of it's just the, the year before, um, you know, the year before you graduate, basically. So I, what I did was recruiting my 
junior summer, junior fall uh, for roles, you know, right after I graduated. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the same kind of uh, interview structure, um, usually a little bit more technical, maybe a little bit more of intense of a process just to make sure you're really serious about the industry and, you know, what, what it entails. Um, I had one interview process that was like, it was like 15 like back to back to back interviews followed oh my by gosh. Yeah, it was it was it, the whole process was crazy it was two first two uh initial interviews uh, a test and then like 15 interviews on a super day and then uh, another like small test and then a happy hour um and, <laughs> uh, di- didn't end up like i got an offer there didn't end up accepting it it kind of uh-huh. like, that's a humble brag right there but um <laughs> <laughs> but it, you know the, it, some of these places can definitely go overboard the oppenheimer one was only it was like four or five interviews in a super day um uh-huh. so uh, no, nothing too intense but um uh yes every place is different so i hope that kind of gives a little bit more of a background again i'm always help happy to speak to anyone who's who's interested in, in the process and give them more mm-hmm. uh, more background as well but um that's kind of how things typically go okay yeah, quite a process indeed. Um, could you talk a little bit about the role of an investment banker and maybe what kind of work you really are doing? Um, maybe what a day in the life looks like, the lifestyle. Um, yeah, just kind of a little debrief on an investment banker. Yeah, totally. Um, and it's, it's funny because a lot of people go into this role because no day is the same in investment banking. It's, it, it really varies day by day. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, pe- a lot of people told me that when they, when I was networking, like I would ask that question and they, you know, I could tell that each one of them always had difficulty answering that. Um, and I, I never understood why until I actually got started <laughs> uh, because it, it really is true that like no day is the same because it will vary, very based on, you know, what clients you're working with, if you're working on active deals or, or if you're, you know, marketing or if things are slow or if you're working mm-hmm. on makeoff, um, it definitely depends. So, I mean, broadly investment banking is advising companies, um, on, you know, financing solutions and, uh, M&A solutions. So, you know, on the, if a company wants to buy another company, you act as an advisor to them, uh, if the company is looking to sell themselves, you act as an advisor or the company is looking to raise equity financing through an IPO or a private placement or debt financing. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're just acting as an advisor for them, trying to help find buyers, walk them through the process, um, help find investors or, or, or what have you. Um, and so the role of an analyst uh, is very much um, you are kind of you're driving a lot of the workflow in terms of. Uh, get, getting making those presentations and, and doing a lot of the financial modeling for a company. So if you're on a sell side process, you're putting together you know the operating model for the company. So you can show to you know prospective buyers mm-hmm. here's what we forecast uh, you know the the company's performance to look like you know five ten years from now uh, given you know management projections and what we think we'll do um, and uh, putting things together like that or putting together. Uh, presentation materials, uh, kind of company yeah. background, investment highlights, uh, you know, uh, what the market looks like, um, things like that. So um, you, you're very much the one 
you know, driving those uh, presentation materials, driving those, those, that Excel work. Um, and it, again, it's something that varies from firm to firm on the amount of, uh, of what your role looks like. Um, mm-hmm. I've been very lucky at the two firms that I've been at, uh, you know, I've been able to take a lot of responsibility just given the groups I've been in, um, in terms of kind of being able to think critically and, and, uh, you know, really uh, drive a lot of the workflow. Um, but, uh, you know, so some firms you're just, you're in charge of aligning the logos in PowerPoint. Like I, you know, you hear the jokes about that all the time, but a lot of firms I, I found, especially at JP Morgan that I've been able to really, you know, uh, just do this critical thinking and, and how would I think about this, this transaction and, and yeah. what would the investment highlights would be and, 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 and just, you know, really having a lot of exposure to the clients and, and, and the buyers and, and uh, being able to kind of, uh, you know, not have to be told what to do as opposed mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, having the autonomy to, 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 to make things happen. So I know that was kind of uh, a little bit avoiding your question in terms <laughs> of what a day to day looks like, but um, it definitely, it definitely varies, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, it, it, it is a lot of the, the technical work, um, you know, hopping into PowerPoint, hopping into Excel and, and, and driving a lot of the work product. Okay. So you've told us a little bit about the overview of the role, and now I'd love to hear your take on maybe some assumptions people have or what investment banking is known for. And you probably you probably know what some of these are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so people tend to say that you do work a lot of hours. Um, and so I'd just like to hear kind of your experience and also maybe like stress levels um, yeah, what is your take on this? Yeah, I, it is definitely a stigma of the industry. Um, I, uh, in terms of the amount of hours uh, you work in investment banking, it, it is very real, um, the amount of hours, but it, it definitely depends on uh, where you're going or what firm you're at. Um, and things have changed drastically over this past year or so mm-hmm. in terms of uh, the initiatives that some firms were taking. Um uh, but there are firms out there where you're working, you know, 100 hours, 110 hours every single week, or at least 80 hours is a, is a, is a yeah. pretty normal week, which is obviously very intense. You don't realize how how many hours that is until you actually like do the math on what your days look like. Um, yeah. But uh, I've been very lucky, I'd say, um, in saying that I haven't had like, you know, the the most, you know crazy experience ever um that just might be because uh you know i i, I knew what i was getting into so and, and set expectations extremely low in terms of <laughs> what my work life balance okay. would be like um but it, it, you know for the most part uh it, it hasn't been uh extremely chaotic um i started during during covid at oppenheimer uh-huh. and um and we didn't have any like initiatives around you know like uh, pens down or, or like, you know, time, you know, where you could or couldn't be working. Um, yeah. and I still didn't, you know, for the nine, 10 months I was at Oppenheimer, I, I didn't have like any a hundred plus hour weeks. I would say I was consistently working 75, 80 hours. Uh, but mm-hmm. you know, if you, you're expected to do, you know, work a little bit on the weekend. So when you kind of spread that out through the week, it's not, extremely crazy um uh-huh. i know people at oppenheimer who 
I definitely had worse experiences than me, but I was lucky to be in a very um, good group that, you know, uh, really cared about, um, you know, us having a, a good experience. And, mm-hmm. and it was just a very good cultural fit. Um, and, and then I think towards the end of uh, towards the end of my Oppenheimer, my time at Oppenheimer, uh, there was a lot of uh, press around a, 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 the Goldman Sachs survey. Yeah. Um, and I, I certainly probably I, I was probably close to, you know, what that survey said, um, okay. it, but not like, it, you know, not exactly what they were dealing with. It definitely yeah. wasn't that bad. Um, like I said, I know people who was that bad for. Um, uh-huh. And after that, like things drastically changed. Um, and when I when I started at J.P. Morgan, uh, you could tell that uh, the, the months prior that they had put in uh, a lot of work into making changes to make life more sustainable and, and, and avoiding kind of what's called banker burnout. Um, yeah. And uh, so, like, I you know, I'm, I'm talking now I'm technically on a, a protected weekend. So, you know, I once a month I get a protected weekend where I, you know, I run it by my deal teams and. And uh, if they're all right with it, I can. I'm basically kind of excused from 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 you know doing any real work this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. I'm in Ojai right now with my parents, and and it's uh, very relaxing. Um, nice. And it, we put in you know a pens down initiative. Um, you know from from 6 p.m. on Friday if every week to you know noon on Saturday. It's expected that everyone goes pens down, and you're not doing any any work during that period, no matter mm-hmm. live deal or whatever, you have to get an exception if you, if you need to do something, but that's very rare. Um, you know, flex time was put in Monday through Thursday. So there's a block on my calendar for an hour and a half a day where I, you know, from seven to eight thirty, where I can go get dinner or, or go work out or, you know, kind of take mm-hmm. some time off, not expected to be as responsive, uh, kind of before I get back to work. But with all that being said, uh, the, the hours are the hours I, I did was I, I mentioned before we got started these have been some crazy four weeks I, uh, two weeks ago i i clocked like a 113 hour week uh leading up okay. to uh, a bake-off um which is definitely uh a a, a long one for, for even for banking standards um yeah and so definitely mo- most weeks i find myself working from from 8 a.m to you know at least midnight or 11 um which is, you know, it, with, with breaks in between. Um, but uh, it definitely can, can get long. Uh, but, it, you know, the, the, there's the expectation going into that. You need to kind of know what you're getting into. And the type of people that go into this industry are ones that kind of, you know, really enjoy kind of those, those hours or what they're doing during those hours. So um, there definitely, like, definitely is a stigma, a stigma um, that I think <laughs> everyone's trying to shake. Um, and I, I think it's moving in the right direction, um, but it's certainly—I don't think it'll ever get to the point where it's a, a nine to five or even a, a nine to seven. Uh, but it, you know, it, I don't think anyone expects it to be that. Okay. Now, talking a little bit about the future, do you hope to stay in investment banking, or are you looking at other industries or paths? Yeah, so at risk of uh, you know losing my job at JP Morgan, I'm just messing with you. No, I, 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 investment banking um, uh, is is a great industry and in something that I definitely could see myself in the long term. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, 
you know, I just moved to JP Morgan probably five or six months ago. Um, and so, and, and I'm really enjoying my time here. And a, again, it's something that's very group dependent. I found a, a group in an office that, that is, I, I think, you know, it's going to sound ridiculous, but I think one of the best groups on, you know, in, in, in the industry, uh, mm-hmm. really, uh, let alone at just JP Morgan. Um, and, uh, so it, it's definitely something that it interests me. The work definitely interests me. Um, the people I work with are so genuine and, and, and smart and, uh, you know, don't take themselves too seriously. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it is a very, I think, moving in the direction of being a very sustainable career to be in. Um, with that being said, like, you know, things always change down the road. You don't know mm-hmm. what things are going to look like a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. A lot of people in investment banking explore private equity or going to, uh, you know, a, a, a company that's a client or, or something yeah. like that. And it's usually pretty respected because, uh, you know, the, the relationships are still there uh, because, you know, I, a lot of times, you know, if you go to private equity, for instance, uh, you're active, you know, a lot of you're, you're still, you know, communicating with the group that you were in or you're still, you know, working, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, you maintain that relationship. And same thing, if you're working at a at a company, you can go be, you know, director of finance somewhere. Uh, and then eventually, you know, the company you're working at needs to go public. And so you have the relationship with you know, with the bank that you were at that, uh, you know, you ask them to, to, to you know, take you public. Um, so it's something that people explore. Uh, like I said, it's it's very early on for me. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of a bit, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, so uh, you know, definitely enjoying my time it, and and enjoy, it, seeing a lot of the seniors in my group, the lifestyle that they live. A lot of times, uh, I have an MD who always says, you know, you kind of want to you want to portray you know the lifestyle that would get someone lower than you excited about continuing along, yeah. uh, continuing along that career. So I see a lot of the lifestyles of, of the associates and the, you know, EDs and the MDs that I, that I work for. Um, and they're doing very high level work and, mm-hmm. and very, uh, you know, very exciting, very, um, critical thinking work, um, that, uh, is, is definitely interesting to me. So, uh, it's something that I'm, I'm hoping to explore, but, uh, you know, I, I like to, to stay mindful and, and try to just make it through this next week. Um, and then it, okay. the next one and the next one. So, um, you gotta, you definitely have to take it week by week, day by day. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. I think that we will start wrapping things up here, but as a final question, I just want to ask if you have any advice for current students. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I would say in terms of advice for current students, um, or things that I wish I knew. I mean, it depends mm-hmm. on if you're talking about directly with investment banking or just, uh, you know, Pomona or, or whatever, whatever it is. I kind of touched on it uh, at the beginning. Um, just get involved in, in mm-hmm. random things at Pomona um, and, and find people, surround yourself with people that, that, uh, you know, water seats at some level, like find, find, find people that uh, kind of add to your life and, or, yeah. you know, uh, you know you want to stand next to the smartest guy in the room. Um, and you want to be next to people that, that really, uh, add to your, uh, academic careers and, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just extracurricular and, 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 you know, think kind of, don't just think similarly, but, you know, kind of push the way you think. 
Um, mm-hmm. And so just getting involved with all these different clubs and, and organizations and, and meeting new people that you might not have thought you would have connected with is, is super important because you never know. You know, I, I think about like the way I, I used to think when I was a freshman at Pomona, like yeah. I'm just such a different person now. Um, and like, I, I, you know, I've changed, I changed so much over those four years mm-hmm. and you know, you, you heard all the things I was involved with, like a lot of random stuff, um, yeah. and met a lot of random people along the way. Um, and I'm so grateful for that. So would just definitely recommend, uh, connecting with as many people as you can, getting involved with a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. I know it's, it, it's difficult because at Pomona, you're working very hard. Like it's a, it's a difficult school, you know, there's not a, a ton of time, but uh, if you can go out of find, go out of your way to find your thing or find you mm-hmm. know something that you're interested in, it doesn't have to be what defines you. But if, if you're interested in, you might as well just kind of kind of pursue it, and yeah. Enjoy it while you know as, as much as you can. So uh, I'd say that's that's a big piece of advice. Um, just uh, kind of reaching out, ta- talking to as many people as you can, and getting involved as many, many things as you can. So. Um, that, that I, I would definitely need to think about, you know, advice more because that, that's a very good question. Okay. No, thank you. That's great advice. I completely agree. Okay. Well, Jay, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I appreciate you taking the time. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun um, and looking forward uh, to, to listening to it. All right. Thank you guys for listening and take care. Take care.